BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Straight talk is pretty rare these days. Honest answers are even harder to find, except on the Car Pro Show, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Reynolds is the Car Pro, and what he brings to the table is 35 years in the automotive industry and winning USA Today's Dealer of the Year award not once, but twice. Kevin McCarthy is his trusty sidekick. And besides being a Hall of Fame broadcaster, Kevin has been forced to take the online defensive driving course not once, right on red after complete stop, but twice. So here they are now on the Car Pro Show. Hi there. I'm Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. I hope everything in your world is great right now. And if you're thinking about trading cars or buying a new car or buying a used car or anything, uh, let me help you. It won't cost you a penny. I'll share my knowledge with you. I do this every single day, drive a hundred cars a year, at least sometimes more. And so I can keep up with it. I watch the auction on Wednesday. So you know what's going on in the used car market. And so that I do too. And I study everything automotive. I mean, this is my life. This is what I do. And I will share all that with you because it's not easy to keep up with as fast as things are changing, especially the last two years uh, with COVID and then uh, supply chain shortages. Holy cow. It's just one thing after another after another. But it's all leveling out now, and we're going to be back to normal business pretty soon. And boy, I'll tell you what. I cannot wait. Holy cow. My job my job is going to be so much easier. My trusty sidekick is Kevin McCarthy. That's him over there laughing. And if you get egged on Tuesday night, you're now going to know what to do. My car is going to be safely in the garage. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. good. The, uh, the word that we haven't used much in the last couple of years, except to say no, incentives um you're going to be saying that more in the next few weeks yeah. it looks like incentives are going to get better and I, i've told you all along it would as inventory rose uh <clears throat> the automakers haven't built near as many cars as they would have liked to have the last couple of years uh and they're going to crank these puppies out i'm going to tell you right now and they're going to overproduce them and not every automaker some of them can't even keep up with demand like Hyundai and Kia. But your Fords, your Chevrolets, your Dodges, 
maybe even Toyotas, uh, they're going to crank those puppies out and try to make up for lost ground. And they're going to overproduce and they're going to stack up on dealer lots and then they're going to have to stop producing. So the only way to keep that from happening is to put incentives on them. Yep. It, 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 it never changed. It's, you know, the sun rises in the east. Since Lee Iacocca came out with the very first incentive in 1975, was, it's been this way. What was it, like five, 500 bucks on a K car or something? Oh, it wasn't that much. It wasn't that much. It was 1% of the base price, which was about 3000 uh, 30000 uh, I'm sorry, which was about $3,000. And so, you know, you're talking $300. Yeah. At, and, and, but it was the first time anybody had ever heard of rebates. Yeah. And what? It, I'll buy a car and you'll give me money back? Yeah. Wow. Exactly. And it kicked off, uh, you know, where we are today, to be honest with you. And let me just tell you, he was a brilliant man. It worked. Yeah. Their sales just went through the roof. And it didn't take Ford and General Motors very long sitting on the sidelines watching everybody buy Chrysler's and Dodge's, uh, which was a real inferior car at the time. Yeah. It didn't take them long to figure out, oh, we're going to have to play rebate games. And here we are. And then add into the other thing on 9-11 to get the country moving again, all the automakers agreed to do 0%. Well, no, that's not, not exactly the way okay. it went. General Motors did it, and then Ford and the rest had no choice but to, you know, follow suit. We Well, people forget, I mean – when you have described what it was like in the days at your dealerships after 9-11, there was the country just was stopped. Oh, we'd go all day without seeing a customer. And then 0% for 60 comes along, and they made it a simple program, which they should have learned a lesson there, but they didn't. Now it's all complex again, but it was 0 for 60 every new Chevrolet, period. And that was their message. And that sold cars in record numbers, unbelievable numbers. Let's go to Lampasas, Texas, and talk to Johnny. Johnny, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hey, buddy. Uh, man, you're awesome. Well, thank you, sir. You're I, very uh, kind. Yeah, well, you know what? We're in, I'm in Lampasas. Got to be kind. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. What's going on? Hey, uh, well, I've got a uh, a 2012 Dodge 2500 extended cab diesel. Yeah. I uh, I pull a uh, 30 uh, 34 foot camper with it. Well, you know, with what I'm asking is, it's got 159,000 miles on it. It just almost broke in. Yeah, seriously. Uh. Should I, with, you know, the rumor going around now that in like you know, three weeks we won't have any diesel. Would you yourself keep your diesel or would you look for a gasoline vehicle that would pull the weight that I pull? I would keep the diesel, but I would do it knowing that I'm probably going to have to pay a price for doing it for a while before it comes back down. Uh, I don't think there's any question diesel prices are going to go through the roof. 
It's going to have a very adverse effect on people like me and you. Uh, it's going to have an adverse effect on 18-wheelers and everything that they haul. It's going to raise prices on a lot of things that, you know, aren't as high today, even though inflation has, has run rampant. But when I, if you look at the cost of what it would take to get a gas rig, if you look at the loss of power, the loss of fuel economy, the loss of the longevity of a diesel, because yours is probably going to make 350,000 or more miles on it, uh, I would ride it out. It may be painful for a little while to do that because I'm sure pump prices at the diesel pump, they're going to go through the roof. I mean, they'll probably be a, a, a dollar a gallon higher than they are right now. But you've got a great truck with a lot of life left in it, and trucks are so expensive today. If you like that truck, I would keep it. I would just know it's going to hurt for a little while, but then hopefully after that, things will get back to normal. At least that's my hope. It can't stay that way. What goes up must come down. That's what I always say, and I hope that's true of diesel. Thank you, Johnny. If you have a question, get free advice you can count on. From Jerry Reynolds at The Car Pro Show, call 1-800-926-7777. This is The Car Pro Show. We have a weekly free newsletter jam-packed with all kinds of information. It's not all about cars. I mean, it's, well, it is about cars in the sense that one of the big articles this week was what to do if your car gets egged. But Jerry works on it just a little bit, at least every day, don't you? Do you ever take a day off More from than it? just a little bit. Every no, day. it never stops. I finish one, I start a new one. So what are you working on for next week? Well, a lot of people have waited for the information on the 2023 Ford Super Duty trucks, which is a new truck that's coming out. And we finally got it. And I'll have that in next Friday's newsletter. And spoiler alert, F-350 Dually will tow 40,000 pounds. I don't know where this stops. Excuse me. I thought you just said that there was a truck that would tow 40,000 pounds. That is correct. That would be like, okay, one of those big RVs. How it much do they weigh? It would be a huge RV. Um, it wouldn't weigh 40,000 pounds. But... People, I mean, you can maybe tow two RVs yeah. behind it. Yeah, yeah, pretty easy. So, got all the information on that for you. And as we do every single year, if you're self-employed or a business owner, I've finally completed my tax code 179 report for 2022. You can write off the entire amount on this year's taxes if you buy certain vehicles. I'll tell you details of that. Also, mileage write-offs. If you, if you want a vehicle that doesn't qualify, um, and a list of vehicles that do qualify. So that's a lot of work. Have I've been they, on that for a month. With the, the rising cost of gas in the last year have, and inflation, have they re- upped the deduction for miles? Yes. and But it's weird for 2022. It was one number for the first half of the year and a higher number for the second half of the year, which I've never seen before. 
I'm not a CPA, but I give you, I use a CPA that helps me with this article. It'll be in next week. So let's talk to Les in Monroe, I assume Louisiana. Les, welcome. (laughs) Yes, I'm actually between Monroe and Shreveport in northern Louisiana, almost on the Arkansas line. Ah, got it. Pretty country up there. Yes, it is. Um, Anyway, uh, my question is, just yesterday or the day before, I was reading an article on the new Hyundai offering, and I forgot what the model name is, but it's hydrogen-powered. And I'd not seen anything on anything like that before. And the range was reputed to be in the neighborhood of 540 miles. Right. Which got me interested. Which would probably get you to the closest station to fill it up. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I do a lot of traveling out in uh, West Texas and New Mexico and a couple of years ago up in Kalispell, Montana. These places, you can't have an electric car out there. No. Uh, and, and and it's worse. Thing, it's worse with the hydrogen yeah, tanks. I mean, they're so few and far between outside of California. And I've got to be honest with you. <clears throat> this is not anything. Hydrogen cars are nothing that I've spent any time on because I seldom get a question on them. There's so few of them out there. And, you know, electrics have just kind of taken over everything. I'm a big believer in hybrids. But that's me. Um, You know, hydrogen, I don't think will ever be a thing, to be honest, even in California, where they do have a fairly good number of hydrogen refueling stations. Still not, Mm -hmm. not many at all. If you look at the number of electric vehicle chargers that are out there, certainly nothing like the number of gas stations that are out there. So I'm not sure I can shed much light on this, except I, you know, it's nothing that I would consider now. We're going to have to just watch it and see if it evolves. And yeah, no, there wouldn't be any opportunities for now. No, uh, because of how how short a period of time to refuel and how long the reputed uh, distance is. uh, It certainly looks. To me, like there's a future there if they can keep developing much more so, I think, than the electric. See, I thought that I thought that 20 years ago when I was at the Los Angeles Auto Show and they had a hydrogen car there. Honda's messed with it. They did a they did a low cost lease for about 500 people and let them lease a hydrogen car for 500 bucks a month, which was dirt cheap, and that way. They could keep up with them. They could analyze them and test them afterwards. Uh, but once they were through with that, they haven't done anything else with it, which tells me there is some issues with this. Every new car looks great, but it has to fit you. Get help before you buy or lease. Call the Car Pro Show. 1-800-926-7777. Les in Los Angeles. Welcome. Les, how can I help you? Hey, Jerry and trustee sidekick. Kevin, thanks for taking the call. You bet, buddy. What's up? 
Well, I'm living in L.A., I've been here 35 years, and I'm going to be moving to the Dallas-Fort Worth area in the next month or two, and I want to buy a new Corvette. Yeah. Uh, I know they're limited production and hard to find, but so my first question was whether you think it's better to buy it here in L.A. and schlep it to uh, Texas or buy it in Texas. Well, I, I think my Chevy dealer here in Dallas-Fort Worth is the largest Chevy dealer in the country. They're the largest Corvette dealer in the country. No, that's not true. There is one other one somewhere up northeast that sells more than they do, but it's close. But mainly, the big thing is they've never charged over MSRP for any car they've ever sold. So, you know, other than Rotolo, Chevrolet, and Fontana there in the L.A. market, I don't know of another Chevy dealer that, that hasn't marked Corvettes up, especially the Z06. Uh, and I... I I got to be honest, and I've I've owned two new Corvettes in the last ten years. I don't know that I'd want to drive one from California to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, it's a long haul. Huh? It is, and you know it's, and and I loved both my Corvettes, but the rough ride, the getting in and out of them. Now this new Corvette is because I've reviewed it. Uh, it's it's easier to get in and out than the old one was, but still. You're putting up with a ride. You've got virtually no luggage space uh, to put anything in. I, I, I think if I were you, once you get down here, you can contact me and I can set you up with Classic Chevrolet. Their allocations are so big, they'll get uh, they'll get more than anybody, and that means you can get one quicker. It won't be overnight, but you can get one quicker. All right. Well, great news. And um, the next question was, Will the VIP program be of benefit to get such a limited production, hard-to-find car? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, they prioritize, at least classic here, prioritizes my uh, listeners. They put them to the top of the list other than if they've got you know some real repeat buyers that have bought a ton of cars from them or something like that. They move them up the list automatically. It's a great dealership. they got a great service department, too. They're in the mid-cities, right at the airport. I appreciate the call, Les. Buy the wrong car, and what do you get? Heartaches. Call the Car Pro Show to get the right car first. 1-800-926-7777. This is the Car Pro Show, and I'm sure Jerry will tell me if I'm comparing apples to oranges or not. But since you had the Cadillac XT6 three-row SUV Sport um, reviewed in this week's newsletter, and you've been driving the new uh, GMC Denali this week. Yes. Are those for different different buyers, or are those competing against each other? They or both ha- got tires. That's about it? <laughs> Huge difference in the size. Oh, the XC6 isn't nearly as big as the GMC? Oh, God, no. Not even close. How do they get three rows in it? Well, they're roomier in the Yukon, obviously. Yeah. A lot more space with the Yukon. So you're saying the third row in the XT6 is for children or briefcases or purses? No, I did not. it, It was roomier than I thought it would be. And I put that in the review. It was I was surprised, to be honest. Um they did a nice job laying that one out. 
But you look at the Yukon, not only do you have a massive amount of room in the third row seat, you got a massive amount of room between the first and second row seats. And that's where it gets sort of scrunched up in the XT6, the you know, which was a six-cylinder. This is a 6.2-liter V8 putting out over 420 horses. Uh, it'll tow 8,000 pounds. There's, there's rear-wheel drive versus front-wheel drive. I mean, really, there's... I'll take the Yukon. They, they all four got tires. I'll take the Yukon. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good idea. If you haven't subscribed to this week's newsletter, do so today from the bottom of carpro.com. And we'll get yesterday's in your inbox tomorrow. Uh, later today. Usually only takes just a few minutes. If you've got a Kia, you need to look at our recall section from yesterday. We've got a new fire risk. Uh, where they're telling you to park your car outside, and <clears throat> and and uh, that's one that you really really want to heed. We've had quite a few of those out there. In fact, if you'll put fire in our website in the search box at the top, it'll pull up numerous recalls where they're saying keep your car outside, keep it away from other cars if possible. But parking them in the garage, because these things, when it happens, they catch on fire without the car being on. So you could be, you know, you could park your car this afternoon and it catch fire at midnight tonight. Who knows? That's one you really want to pay. Some of the recalls are minor and some of them just don't, you know, there's no huge urgency. These fire recalls, that's a whole different story. Yeah. Let's talk to Jeff in Parma. Jeff, welcome. How can I help you? Hey, guys. Appreciate you uh, being there. Great Thank you, show. sir. Appreciate it. a fun to listen. Yeah, um, I'm actually just wondering if now is still a good time to trade up. Uh, I've got a 2018 Camry that pretty much bought it a little too quick, um, and uh, there's a few things about it I don't like. And I do like the Camry, and thinking about getting um, maybe a, an XL or an XSE, um, and I'm wondering if it makes sense to look at a hybrid. I keep my cars a long time, so I'm just concerned about, you know, what, what the maintenance is going to look like in 10 years. Sure. Um, so just, just wondering, is it a good time to still trade up, and two, is it a good time to consider hybrid? How many miles on the 18 Camry? Okay, it's got 76,000. Okay. And unfortunately, it's got some history, which I didn't know all about when I bought it. <laughs> it did have an accident. It was repaired very well, but um, a body shop guy was looking at it because it's got another issue that um, has a wind noise that apparently some of those Camrys have. And the first thing he said was, oh, that door was repainted. So if a professional can see it was in an accident. So um, you bought it used. worried about the resale. You, oh, yes, sir. I didn't tell you that. Yeah. And do we owe money on the Camry? Um, probably about six thousand. Okay. One of the one of the cars I noticed this week at the auction that really had taken a jump up was the Camry, and mm-hmm. I, I must have seen twenty of them, twenty five maybe that sold. And what I look at is what what's who's the high bidder, and how does that compare to the Mannheim Market Report, which is uh, real-time data on what vehicles have been sold for, and we know that they've been prices have been down the last six, seven weeks. 
Well, the Camrys were killing it. I mean, they were shooting way, way over the MMR price. So, you know, if you're going to do something, I mean, obviously this car is going to have, or I say obviously, most likely it's going to have a history report uh, that's that's not going to be very pretty. And if it's detectable to the eye, you know, you're going to get knocked for that. But I I would look at numbers now. And and okay. just just because of the used car price, if you can get a new Camry at MSRP and and get a good price for yours, then yeah, now's mm-hmm. the time. I would a hundred percent get a hybrid. Forty seven oh. miles to the gallon, real world, city and highway. Um, expectations on mileage: two hundred twenty five thousand. Uh, and could go further. I've seen them go further. So there's there's really, because Toyota's hybrid system is just so doggone good, there's no there's no worries about, you know, extra, extra costs down the road uh, over a gas vehicle. And the savings you'll realize from that 47 versus 35 or so with the gas Camry, mm-hmm. And the gas prices that we're living with right now that could even get worse, mm-hmm. financially, it's a great decision. Great. Even with um, maybe having to uh, put a new battery in it in, in seven to ten years? Well, uh, how many how many miles a year are you driving now? Uh, about 18. 18. Okay. If you keep it 10 years, you're not going to have to worry about that. You're going to be at 180,000 oh. miles. And it's going to go further than that before the batteries. And the other thing is, uh, and I've been watching this for a while now, there's a lot of remanufactured hybrid batteries out there which are about a quarter of the cost of a new one. So let's say you spend $4,000 on a new hybrid battery. You could get a remanufactured with a warranty from a company that that's all they do for 1000 to 1200 bucks. So if you had to do it for some reason, you, you get to 10 years and you don't want to give up the car, you could put a remanufactured in it and probably get another three, maybe four years out of the batteries. Great. Yeah, I'd heard horror stories, but those were old stories, um, you know, to the numbers you were talking about, like four to $6,000. So excellent. Okay, well. I think uh, I think it sounds like a, this is the best time of ever, uh, you know, uh, the best time left to, to do something. Yeah, like and now, I, uh, not to wait. It, it is certainly a time to look at how the numbers shake out. Is Parma in Ohio? Uh, yes, it is. No okay. Uh, I don't think I've got a Toyota dealer there currently. We had a good one for a lot of years, and they sold the dealership. Uh, you might check my website, carpro.com, under Find a Car, and see if there, see if I've got a dealer there. I can't remember them all. I don't think I do currently, but maybe I'll have one soon. But anyway, look at numbers. See what you think. I think that's a good plan for you. I appreciate the call, Jeff. Find out the difference between four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive. Call the CarPro Show at 1-800-926-7777. So Jerry's got the Kia Nero next week. 
was just looking at it on the website. It's cute, isn't it? it? You're right. It's a good-looking rig. And if you get the hybrid, you can expect to get 50 miles a gallon. And I don't know if I've got the regular gas, the hybrid, or the all-electric. Yeah. So that'll be a little bit of a well, mystery next the, week. The hybrid itself starts at 26490 So depending upon how much the options cost. Yeah, that don't really mean anything anymore. No, the starting price <laughs> is nothing. No. Base price means absolutely nothing. But I'm, you know, it's it's going to be a shock to my system after this big Yukon. But I like vehicles like that. I get more questions on those than than some of these higher price vehicles that they send. Well, they're more mass market. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Let's talk to Susie in West Hills, California, and then um, John in Port Nature. She'll be after her. Susie, welcome. Hi. Love you guys. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. What can we do for you? Well, we're here in Southern California, and we're trading palm trees for pine trees. We're going to be moving to an area where it snows, ah. believe it or not, in California. Yeah, yeah, I do believe it. <laughs> okay, so we need a miracle car. We need a small to mid-size SUV, uh, economical, reliable, four-wheel drive for snow, preferably a hybrid, Smooth, comfy ride, and no interior noise. Can you give me something for that? I can give you a guess at what he's going to say. Is that all you're looking for? I really, yeah. <laughs> does, does Subaru come in your picture for her? Of course. Anytime oh. somebody's going to be in a snowy area, I'm going to say Subaru 100%. Uh, the hybrid part, you're... you're your wish list, you really need about three vehicles. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, the Crosstrek comes in a hybrid. It's pretty small. Uh, the Atlas would be a very good size for you, but it's not a hybrid. Um, the, as far as the all-wheel drive system, there's just nothing better than a Subaru. Do you? And for safety, too. That's the other thing, Susie, about Subarus. They're... Their safety system is just outstanding. So if you had to give up one of those things on your list, which one would it be? Uh, well, I think I'd like to go with the hybrid, and small is fine. So I'm assuming it would be economical. Oh, for right? sure. For sure. And they're quiet inside, and they're they're incredibly uh, reliable. Uh, Subarus are just, they're outstanding. And whenever you get where you're going, where are you going, by the way? Uh, it's a secret. No, uh, it's Tehachapi. Oh, yeah. That was right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got to be somewhere near Tahoe. Is it northern? No, it's actually near uh, Bakersfield, uh, Mojave Desert, but there's a little valley in there, and they get snow in the winter. They get snow. How about in. that? Okay. Uh, yeah, look at the Crosstrek Hybrid. Um, it's, it, it, other than mid-sized, because I, I would I would put it a little bit less than mid-sized, um, but it checks off every every other box you got. And I'll promise you one thing: when you get there, if you'll pay attention to what people are driving, good fifty to sixty percent of them will be Subaru, and there's a good reason for that. How did you know that? Because the the realtor that uh, sold us the house uh, is driving a Subaru. I'm kind of smart when it comes to cars. <laughs> 
He kind of knows what he's talking about. (laughs) I sat in a cafe in Truckee, California, and started counting Subarus at this huge intersection at this restaurant that I was sitting at, Uh which was called Jack's on the Tracks. Don't ask me how I remember that. But it was like, up there, it was like 80%. So... Look at that. I've got a couple of good Subaru dealers at my website before you guys go. Uh, there's no doubt I can save you money because when you get into inclement weather areas, Subarus go through the roof price-wise. In, in Southern California, not so much. Thanks for the call. That car you're looking at may be exactly the wrong car for how you drive. Before you buy, call the CarPro Show at 1-800-926-7777. As promised, John in Port Natchez, welcome. Uh, good, good evening, uh, fellas. I enjoy your show every Saturday. Thank you, sir. What can I help you with? And <clears throat> I've always had good luck with Toyotas. And uh, I, I saw a Venza a while back, and I thought it was a great-looking car. Yep, I agree. And and. Uh, I think they're way ahead of time, like light years on electricity. Oh, for sure. So, that's a hybrid. With, it's especially a Toyota. That they've always gave me good service. Yep, they and will. So, what do you think about that Venza? Absolutely, like absolutely love it, John. I, I've got a review. It's higher than around Price wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, but it's, it's also it's, it's also quite a bit bigger. It's quite a bit bigger than the oh, really? than the Rav Four. Oh yeah, this is a roomy five passenger SUV. It's got uh, it's an interesting setup, and I wrote all about it. If if you go to my website carpro.com and put Venza in the search box at the top, it'll pull up my review. It's got three yeah, electric. I'm on your site right now. Oh good. I'm on your site right now. Put put in Venza in that search box and hit your return button and. There's two reviews there. One of them I did. One of them our other reviewer, Amy, did. Mine is the one that's down just a little bit because I did it first. But it's it's got three electric batteries. And it's all-wheel, it's all-wheel drive. Uh, so you got two motors in the front because it's predominantly front-wheel drive. So you got two motors in the front and one in the back. And when you step down on this thing, it'll flat go, even though the horsepower looks light at at 219 horses. It feels like it's got 300. A uh, lot of neat features inside. Very roomy inside. I was, I was super surprised at how roomy it was once you got in there. So I, I, if you read my review, I've got a video with it that I shot. You can see everything about the vehicle. I go into a lot of detail, and I will tell you right now, you're going to have to wait for one because short supply, high demand, um, but it will absolutely be worth the wait. And with that, John, we got to run. We're out of time. Thank you for the call. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows what you may not know about the car you want to buy. Call the Car Pro Show at 1-800-926-7777. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.